you never know how many people you can inspire by just being yourself. Welcome to season two of the Bigger Than You podcast, your go-to weekly podcast that blends energetics and mindset to help you do whatever it takes to bring your vision to life whilst having fun on the way. I'm Jenna Holloway, your host and multi-award winning intuitive hypnotherapist and mindset coach. My purpose is to help mission-led business owners and visionaries who want to inspire change by leading the way in a space that otherwise may feel unnerving and too difficult. This is Bigger Than You. Welcome, Natasha. You are our very first expert guest on the podcast. And so I'm so happy to have you here. And yeah, really, really excited about what you can share with our audience. So would you like to describe or would you like to introduce yourself, first of all, and explain in your own words what you do? Yes. Oh my goodness. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm so excited that I'm your first. (laughs) I love that. So yeah, my name is Natasha Mack and I call myself the hot mess medium and I am a evidential psychic medium as well as a coach and a mentor and a mama for and a wife, (laughs) animal lover, all the things. So I of course do, you know, readings. I do readings for business owners as well as, you know, I connect with past loved ones, deliver evidence and messages from them. And I teach that I work with entrepreneurs to support them in trusting their intuition and really just developing a deeply profound connection to their intuitive channel, because it's just a game changer, an absolute game changer. When you start to incorporate your intuitive channel into your life and your business, it supports you in alignment and experiencing more joy and ease and flow and all of the things. So yeah, yeah I'm really excited to talk more about this and yeah, whatever absolutely. else comes through. Ooh. Yeah. And I can just completely back you up on that firsthand. I've experienced the change, the complete transformation from what I would say is your average business mindset of like, oh, I want to achieve this goal. How do I get there? And needing to know the big picture to actually working with you and really honing my intuition for it to now be my number one strategy. Like it literally is, we don't need to know every single step to get to the end result the goal that you can see in your mind. You don't need to know the house. You just need to know the goal and you just need to believe that you're worthy of having that. And then your subconscious mind will take care of the rest. But the work that you provide people and like like I've experienced firsthand is that really, really sharpening your intuition. I don't know if that's the right terminology, but really being able to amplify it so that you can just hear it and just really trust it and trust that it's always there and it's always going to support you. So now, like, like I said, it's literally the number one strategy in my business. I can live my life from a place of freedom, joy and ease because I trust I'm always supported. And as soon as I have an intuitive nudge, I act on it and I don't have to question it. I don't have to understand it. I don't have to try and work out how does this fit in with my business? Because we can't compartmentalize energy and the intuitive nudges, they can be about something completely, what seems to be completely irrelevant to your business, like go for a swim. 
But if you ignore that intuitive nudge, then that's the next step to getting the brainwave that is going to be the next step in your business, isn't it? So Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I love, love, love everything that you just shared because it's so true. It's such an incredible thing. And it's even more incredible to know that you were literally born with this. This is something that every single person was born with. And it's so interesting how for such a long time, it was like a taboo thing to talk about, or, you know, there's this weird like stereotype around psychics and mediums and things like that. But I'm here to like normalize intuition. Like, Hey, we all have this, we are all intuitive and it's just a matter of tapping into it. Mm. And something that I feel really called to share right now is how we have these like inner voices, right? And so many of us grow up listening to the wrong ones, right? And that's why our work goes so well together. I find because I know for me personally, I grew up with like a very loud inner critic, right? A really loud voice that instilled a lot of like fear and self-doubt and things like that inside of me. And so I know what it's like to allow that voice to lead me and guide me and hold me back and limit me. And it's just incredible once you discover your intuition, like the voice of your intuition, the soul whispers, when you can start to lean into those and pay attention to those and allow those to lead you, that's like when the huge significant changes start to happen Mm. in your life. And yeah, again, I feel like your work goes so perfectly with intuition, like with using that because you really help with the, you know, self-limiting beliefs and the, you know, the subconscious mind. And you really helped me clear out some of that and really calm some of that. Once you quiet down your inner critic and, you know, that inner imposter, the self-limiting beliefs, it's like you're able to hear your intuition even clearer. So that's why your work really complements the work that I do. (laughs) So it's amazing. It's amazing to see you use your channel and your intuition and just what you've been able to experience since you've developed yours even. So would you say then that your intuition, having removed like the negative inner voice or however you would describe the work that I've helped you with, would you say that it's amplified your intuition or it's just enabled you to follow it more easily? What would you say the difference has made? What's coming to mind is the trust. It's like, I'm able to trust it more. I've always been, you know, really aware of my intuition, of course, but it's like the fear and the self-doubt really had a hold of me or like the Mm. what ifs, right? So even though... I have all this experience with going for it and taking the leaps and going along with my intuition. It's almost like I've been able to pay attention to the even more subtle intuitive nudges that have come through. And rather than having, you know, the self-doubt and the inner critic, whatever, stomp all over it right away. It's like, I've been able to really notice that and take more risks. It feels like that's been a really big game changer. Yeah, that's cool. And one thing that you've taught me with is just to not wait. As soon as you hear the intuition, like act <laughs> on it, because we're rewarded, aren't we? When The more we start to follow our intuition, the stronger it comes through because, because you're actually listening and acting upon it. So it's like, right, great. We're going to send you more. 
Like, how would you describe that? That's my interpretation, but like, you're the expert. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's so true. It's like you build momentum. You can actually collapse time for yourself Mm -hmm. with your goals, you know, on the path that you're on when you are taking faster action, you know, like I call it hot and messy action towards Mm. or with the intuitive nudges that you're receiving, when we put it off and put it off and put it off, you know, you're still going to get those nudges, but it gets to the point where you start to get really uncomfortable. You experience more resistance. Whereas if you were to take action before your brain could talk you out of it, oh, you're like really, really building that momentum. You feel really in alignment, really in the flow. I find the synchronicities get really obnoxious in the best oh, way, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like you're just Ooh, in this like stream of flow that yeah. is so consistent and you're just in it. I don't know how else to describe it, but the synchronicities are wild. Those are like my biggest signs of like, wow, I'm really, okay. Yeah. I'm really supported. I'm really in the flow right now. Yeah. I've got it. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. The synchronicity is like all day, every day, it seems like my <laughs> girls wake me up at night. I go in and I look at their clock and it's like two, two, two or three, 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 or just be getting back to sleep after going into them like for a while. And then something tells me, check the time on your phone. And it's like five, five, five. It's just crazy. Or yeah, you know, the white feathers or what? what are your signs that show up for you? For me, it'll be like, I'll think of something and the thing that I was thinking of will, I'll see it somewhere or it'll come out of someone's mouth. And I'm like, okay, I'll just receive these like divine confirmations wherever I go. And that's how I know like, okay, I've really built this momentum. I'm really in the flow right now. I'm so supported. And it's like, the more you recognize that, the more you say that, the more it amplifies. Yes. And something that I feel called to share right now is, you know, if you've been putting off listening to your nudges for a while, that's when you get into that space of feeling stuck and stagnant, mm-hmm. right? You're out of that flow that we were just talking about, that stream of momentum. And so what you would do in that moment, because I've totally been there and there's still times where I, where I get there, where I have to take a moment and ask myself, okay, what has my intuition been nudging me to do lately or recently that I've been putting off, that I've been avoided or that I've been avoiding? And you just really sit with that for a moment and reflect on, okay, yeah, what are those nudges that I've been getting? Why haven't I taken action on it? Do a little bit of self-coaching around that mm-hmm. and then take the action that you've been putting off from taking and immediately you'll start to rebuild that momentum. You'll get your, you'll shift the energy and get out of that space of feeling stuck and stagnant. You know, moving your body is another great way too. It's all energy. It's wild. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. And whenever I feel, because my tolerance to resistance is so low, as soon as I feel it, I'm like, "Mm." Like I notice straight away and I'm, like, I'm not I'm not available for this and I'll go and do something that feels more fun like I constantly ask myself what would feel more joyful and if it's doing a reel then I'll do a reel or if it's putting on music and having a dance like literally like I see my business and my life and all areas of my life is just so interchangeable because we can't compartmentalize energy So if you can get really good at being in tune with your body and and what you need in any given moment, rather than 
nope, I'm working mm-hmm. and I have to finish this piece on my to-do list because I said I would. I just think that if we just get over ourselves and see that we are so like our brains are so tiny and we literally know nothing in the grand scheme of things and just have a very, very low tolerance for resistance. And the moment you're like, oh, this feels hard. Be like, I'm not available for hard. I'm going to go and do something that feels more fun. And that I've just got into the habit of that. So now I'm like, okay, this doesn't feel fun at all. So I'm going to go and do something else. And it raises my vibe and then a bit of intuition drops. And I'm like, ah, cool. That's my next step. And it literally, that's how I run my business. Because what you said about the synchronicities, those are just signs that you're always being supported. Because I feel like I listen to my intuition all day long and I'm aware of the synchronicities. I just can't help but feel so supported in my business. And it feels so joyful. Like I literally have no idea what's going to happen, you know, over the next month or whatever. I have these big dreams. I don't set goals. I don't know about you. Like, I'll I'll be intrigued to see what you think here, but I'm not the kind of person to have like Q4 goals or whatever. I like, it's just not me. I visualize dreams and things that I want to feel because I know that we're all vibrational. And so I just think, right, okay, what would it feel like to experience X, Y, or Z? And, And those are my goals. And I see them really clearly in my mind and and I know I've seen it time and time again but I see it in my mind and then when I experience that I'm like oh I created this and that to me feels so much more exciting than having a list of goals in black and white and deadlines for them I don't know how do you set your goals and your intentions I am very similar where I just really go with the flow it's important to me that I feel really lit up about whatever it is that I'm meant to put out into the world. And so pre-planning that has not worked for me very well. (laughs) It's something that I just, I've gone to the space now where I can sense when I'm in this like in-between space. Okay. And when something is about to drop in, like when that divine inspiration is about to drop in that download, whatever you want to call it, and then what to do with it. So I have this whole process and I'm aware of like, just how it goes. It's like, we have our seasons and we have our own unique rhythm and, and cycles, right. That we go Mm -hmm. through. And so I've just become very in tune with mine and very aware of how things like move and shift. And that has led me to know how to support myself through those times. Right. And Mm -hmm. Also, again, when those nudges, the divine inspiration comes through, I'm like, I'm going to take this and run with it. I, I just get so lit up. I get so excited and it just pours through me so quickly. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to put it out there. Like I can launch an offer that had just came through like the day before, yeah. you know, and it'll be perfect. It'll be exactly what it needs to be. And I just know that I'm the vessel who's meant to like birth that into the world to be of service in some way. So yeah, that's basically how I do things and I love it. It's been amazing. Something I wanted to ask you really quick though, cause you said it and I was like, Oh yes. Is how do you know when it's just, you're feeling that resistance or it's just not flowing and you need to take a step back. Like where do you feel it in your body? Cause for me, it's like a And I feel like it would be so good for the listeners to recognize that within themselves. Like, Mm. so for me, I get this stomach squeeze Mm -hmm. in my solar plexus. 
So like right here, I'll feel like it'll start to squeeze a bit and I'll be like, oh, okay. I need to stop for a moment. I need to take a deep breath. I need to tune into what I'm needing right now or, or whatever it is, right? Do I need to take a step back or do I need to just realign or something like that with my energy? So what is that for you? For me, it's really interesting because I have designed my business to just be so open and so fluid to just absolutely adore when I'm working because I'm doing exactly what I want in any given moment. You know, like I do still do to-do lists and I do have an intention for the day, but if it feels off for whatever reason, I'm like, I'm not going to push myself through it. I just trust that if there's a plan for something else to come through, then that is fine. And so half the time I don't do what I set out to do But because I don't put pressure on myself, that's the key thing. Like, I know you asked, how do I feel it? But I'll come back to that in a second. But because I don't put pressure on myself, half the time I end up going live or doing something, basically taking inspired action. And it was never on the plan, but it's always channeled and intuitive and feels much more joyful than, you know, what my rational brain put on the to-do list. So I'm always just available for following my joy. And then the other thing that I was going to come back to is that because I have this setting, my vibrational setting is joy. Like Tom, my husband can witness this because he's at home now. He's left teaching and he's downstairs working. Like I'll get off a call with somebody and then I'll just sing out loud the song that I've had in my mind or like, I'll just get up and go to the loo and like dance on my way there. Like I'm just so loving what I'm I'm doing the whole time that the minute it feels lower than that. I get curious and I ask why. And if I'm like, mm, it's not flowing, like I wanted to write three captions and they're not coming. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm not going to force it. I'm going to go downstairs, make a snack, put on some music really loud and, you know, have a little dance or, or do whatever I want, go out for a walk, whatever. And the moment I do that, like I know that the intuition will drop in. And if it's like, if the intuition drops in at half nine at night, then that's cool. Like I don't, sort of chastise myself like oh no I shouldn't be working at half past nine because I follow my energy you know and if my energy's not there when I should you know I'm in quotes here when I when (laughs) other people would deem that they should be working like I'm not available for that at all I constantly follow my energy Mm -hmm. and that's how I allow it to feel easy and stay in flow does that make sense I don't know if that yes absolutely yes I love that I'm very very similar with I I really really need to honor my energy and do Mm. things in a way that does work with my energy especially someone with like a neurodivergent brain you know I can't do things in a neurotypical way or see things as like very linear and or like the goal setting like you were saying it's not like that for me but I love that I love that about the way that my energy is and the way that things flow through me and the spawn the I don't know how to say that the (laughs) spontaneous spontaneity yes oh my god that's such a big word (laughs) So yeah, it's been an interesting journey to give myself that permission. I feel like that's the big word here is permission to do things your way, permission to do things in a way that other people would never do or just don't see as a way of doing things. Right. I've really had to give myself permission to, yeah, do things that are going to honor my energy and work 
with me rather than against me. Like there are so many times where I tried to force myself to do things a certain way because it was like, no, this is the right way, right? It should be done this way. But then when you take a step back and you really lean into, okay, what is it? Like, how is it that it would work better for me? You know, Uh, how is it going to flow better for Mm -hmm. me? It's just incredible what happens. But again, it's, and we're all so unique, aren't we? Like, in oh, order unique it's not a cookie cutter thing it's yeah not. in order for us to be in alignment with ourselves we need to learn to honor ourselves and what works best for us and yeah. quite often before we get to a place where we can give ourselves permission to be who we truly are and to do things our way it's about recognizing the, the things in our mind that we feel we should be doing, where has yes. that come from? Is it the corporate structure, the nine to five? Or like me, like, I feel really lucky in the sense that I didn't constrict myself with this. My mindset, as soon as I left teaching, was one of, fucking hell, I'm so free and I can say whatever I want and I can just be me because you have to be professional in the classroom and, you know, you have to be that role model. But actually, it feels so much better to be me. So I, when I left teaching and started my own business, I, I just felt that amazing sense of freedom and I just like basically spread my wings and allowed myself to be me. But I know that the story for a lot of business owners, if when they leave the nine to five, is that they carry over those feelings and those shoulds and those, oh, I have to look professional and I have to speak professionally, you know, especially mm. if, if if you're a listener and you're a therapist or a coach, you know, people, you think that people should perceive you as being professional, but actually, if you give yourself permission to be who you truly are, then you'll end up being a beacon of inspiration for your people. Because, yeah, what's better than allowing ourselves to be who we truly are? And Jenna, I feel like you've supported me so freaking much and really embracing who I truly am this year. Mm. It makes me emotional because I feel like I was in, you know, an interesting space. You know, there was a lot of fear around visibility. And I feel like the work that, you and I did together, like what you did for me really, really helped me get to a space where I could give myself permission to be more me, yeah, to embrace myself more. And it's just been so incredible to like, for me to experience what happens when you really, really just embrace who you are and you allow that authenticity to shine. Yeah. It's so freeing, you know, I, it's funny because I was on a totally different end of the spectrum with just thinking, no, this is how I need to be. I need to be professional, you know, as a, like, you can't be a hot and messy evidential medium. Like you, <laughs> you have to be very professional because what will people think and blah, blah, blah. So this year has been a lot of like, unleashing and unlearning and just like really embracing and embodying who I truly am. And so, so grateful for you for that. And yeah, it's so inspiring. I've loved watching. I've loved watching your transformation, (laughs) watching you on stories. And I'm like, yes, Natasha. Yes. I love this. It's just, okay. You know what? It's like through this journey, it's uncovered a superpower or like a mission of mine. Mm. When people witness me doing things my way, when people witness me 
being me, you know, being the hot mess medium or expressing myself the way that I do, or just being as imperfect as I am, it gives them a level of self-permission. It like, it helps inspire them to honor more of who they are to do things their way. And so I feel like I've discovered this whole other, like superpower, you know, it's just, you never know how many people you can inspire by just being yourself. So I just felt like maybe someone who's listening needed to hear that. A hundred percent because we are who we are. And when we embrace that, it just feels so much better. It's just so liberating to just be yourself. So liberating. So, so liberating. Yeah. Like I talked about this last week on the podcast, the imposter syndrome episode, where I was just like, I'm scatty, you know, I'm just scatty. That's me. And I'm not going to change that. And that works really, really well because when you trust in the fact that you are always supported, you can fuck up and it's okay because it's it's a divine fuck up, you know, you mess up and like get the time zone of a, of a cola, like an, an IG collaboration wrong or something. And then it doesn't happen to a month later. Well, then that happened for a reason. Yeah. Everything that happens to us is happening, not to us, it's happening for us. And so when we have that mantra, you're just like, oh, that little fuck up that I did there, I'm not going to shame myself for it because I know it happened for a reason. Let's watch this unfold. And it's just, yeah, it just feels amazing to, yeah, to give yourself permission to just just know that you're supported and to just be who you are. And then, yeah, I think it makes it so much more easy for you to actually follow the intuition because there's no point getting the intuitive nudge and then ignoring it. like. Right. There's there's no point, is there? It's so true. And yeah, the divine fuck ups. You need to like trademark that or something. Divine fuck ups. It's so true though, because I've learned so much through my failures. Those failures were divine and they were divinely orchestrated and they happened for me 100,000 gazillion percent. And this is why I'm such a firm believer in just taking that hot and messy action because you can't fuck this up. You can't, you can't. And if you get a nudge and then, you know, things don't work out the way that you thought that's okay. Just trust that that needed to happen for a reason. You needed to experience that there's a a nugget of wisdom there for you to have so that you can share that with the world. There's so many ways you are being asked to be of service that you may not realize. Right. And there's just a plan. There's a bigger picture that our brains cannot even grasp, like, but we're a part of it. We're all a part of it. And it's just incredible. Like I was someone who was afraid of the failures and like, Oh my God, what if these horrible things happen? And then, you know what, those things did happen. And I survived (laughs) so many of the things that I was like, please don't happen. This would be my worst nightmare. They happened. (laughs) And guess what? I fucking survived. I lived to tell the tale. And whenever I'm on the other side of something, I'm like, wow, I get to turn that shit into gold now. Yeah. Like I get to use this for something amazing so yeah I just want to share with the listeners by the way (laughs) you're the reason that this podcast has been going for as long as it is because I remember when we first (laughs) talked about it on one of my sessions and I was just it came through like intuitively that we can see me doing a podcast 
I was like, oh, I think it's a September thing. And then by the end of the session, we were both like, no, it's not. It's a right now thing. And I launched it and the first episode was done like within a fortnight from that. And so, yeah, it's all thanks to you that we're here. And I don't know how many episodes we've done now, but it's been going a while. So thank you. That's that's incredible. And I'm so glad you listened to that nudge. And okay, because you could have done that so differently where you're like, hey, no, I have to put all these systems in place and I have to like figure all these things out in order to make the podcast happen. But no, you're just like, you know what? No, I'm just going to fucking do this. And it's going to be perfect the way that it is. That's exactly how I do things too. And even that gives so many people permission, like, oh, really? You know, because sometimes the thought of putting everything together, figuring it all out, making it perfect, that stops people. That prevents people from sharing their gifts with the world. And that's Mm -hmm. not okay with me. That is not okay with me. There is an easier way. And I love that you just shared that because it shows people there is an easier way and you can just like, just make it as easy as possible. And it will be so perfect for whoever it's meant for. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It gets to be easy and fun, doesn't it? Yes. (laughs) Cool. So good. What would you say if somebody is listening to this and they would like to be able to hear their intuition more, what piece of advice would you give them? Mm, I love this question. Start having quiet time with yourself. Okay. Instead of listening to a podcast, instead of listening to the news or the radio or music or whatever, just listen to yourself. Start to get familiar with your inner voices, start to just develop that relationship with yourself. Even if you want to literally just close your eyes, you know, place like hands on your body and really just lean into your body, like really just be present with it. That's what it's about. Our minds are constantly in billion places. We're so distracted by so much noise and external stuff. And we also make excuses for why we can't make time for ourselves. But honestly, you can do this. <laughs> when I was a very, very busy, I'm still a very busy mama for, but when my kids were younger, I had to take what I could get right yeah. in the shower, in the tub, on the toilet. I don't fucking care in the car, like whatever, <laughs> whatever yeah. I can do to just, okay, I'm just going to breathe. I'm just going to take a moment to create space. That's what it yeah. is, right? You're, you're taking a moment to create space to just listen to whatever wants to come through your brain. Right. And then, so yeah, like, as I was saying, placing a hand on your body and just asking your body what it needs from you or noticing like any weird, like pulls or, or nudges from your body and just connecting with it and get curious, get Mm. curious. And yeah, that alone is going to start to amplify your intuition just by you have like intentionally paying more attention to your inner voices, you may notice that the inner critic, fear, self-doubt, all that is so loud, right? The ego is so loud, is so obnoxious. And in order to hear your intuition, you have to get quiet because it's so much softer, right? It's, you almost miss it because it's so subtle. Sometimes it's so soft. And so that's why we have to get quiet. And really just notice like the very subtle, softer nudges or, Mm. you know, words popping in your mind, the pictures that are popping in your mind, the little videos that play, just that inner like gut feeling 
that inner knowing that you have. So some people will think, well, I don't have an intuition because I don't hear, I don't hear my intuition. They think that it's like this external thing, but no, it sounds like your own voice. It's your own thoughts. It's just a matter of knowing, okay, is this very fear-based? Is this critical? Is this negative? That's not your intuition. Is this more neutral and helpful and loving and supportive? Sometimes random. Random. So random. Like go to the pool for a swim. That's your intuition. (laughs) Go outside for a walk. Oh, I should go, you know, go on the the treadmill or, oh, I feel like painting. Oh no, I'm going to go and do all these chores instead. No, do the painting. (laughs) No, do the painting. (laughs) That's your intuition trying to help you get back into flow. That's what it is. It wants, it it wants to support you in, in creating space for the new energy that wants to come in, the new insights, the new downloads that want to come in. So that was such a good question. And one thing just to add to that is when you do take that moment to create space and allow something to drop in, be open to it not dropping in there and then. But you are creating the space. And so don't be down on yourself if nothing drops in. Just know that you are opening up that space and that at some point in the next, I don't know, few hours or even a couple of days, something will come in to just be open and ready for it. Yes. And make sure you take the action when it comes in, whether it's in your business or your, it doesn't matter. Remember that we don't compartmentalize energy. So whatever idea comes in, if it feels good, do it. Yes. Oh my God. I love that you said that because there's been so many times where I'm like, okay, I'm leaning back. I'm asking, you know, my intuition for an answer for something and it doesn't come through. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go about my day. And I'm going to trust that it's going to drop in whatever it's meant to. And nine times out of 10, it's like while I'm driving or doing the dishes or vacuuming, when I'm doing something completely different, that just gets me out of my head. Yeah. You actually, the name hot mess medium came through while I was driving. It came in and I was like, Oh my God, I've been waiting for this for months. And it finally came through in the most perfect moment it came through when it was meant to so trust in divine timing that's a really big one yeah the fact that it hasn't come through yet don't make that mean anything negative about yourself don't make it mean that you're not worthy you're not being heard you're not good enough it's never going to come no don't make it mean anything negative trust that okay it's going to come through at the most perfect time because I am so supported yeah so good we're always supported every (laughs) single one of us and we just stop ourselves from being supported by creating that resistance through like oh well it's Mm. not happening for me no like tell yourself a much more loving story and you will stay open to it yes yeah so let's coin this part one then, Natasha, because you're going to have me on your podcast soon, aren't you? Yeah. So if yes, you have so enjoyed good. our chat together, then hop on over to Natasha's podcast. I will leave the links in the show notes and we'll continue this over there. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it because I just, I love chatting with you. And I love you energy. so much. Oh my God. This has been so much fun. I just adore you, Jenna. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so grateful to have been part of this. And I cannot wait to have you on the Hot Mess Medium podcast. It's going to be so much fun. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) So yeah, thanks so much for listening. See you all next week. Bye. 
My mission with this podcast and why I started it was to serve. And so I really hope that everything I've shared with you today and in previous episodes is serving you and helping you. However, if you're listening and you would like to work with me, then obviously I work too. I do solution focused hypnotherapy and much more. And my program is a program that I'm really proud of. So if you're interested in this and would like some more information about how it works and whether it would be right for you, then do get in touch with me via the information in the show notes. Thanks again for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to share it with a friend or stick it up on stories on Instagram and tag me at Believe and Achieve with Jenna. See you next week. Bye.